First Baptist Church, I am Billy Post, one of the deacons here at the church. Uh, today we have some awesome members who will be sharing with you, and I will be your moderator. 2020 has brought numerous altering events to our lives and ministry. Today we will be discussing the confidence, power, and courage it takes to go out into this world and make it, despite it all. And the topic for today is the persevering men. Um, so I'll start to my right. Introduce yourself. Oh, Tell I'm us Dennis a little bit Murphy. about you. I am Dennis Murphy Sr. And for the past 12 years, uh, I have been and am still a co-taker for my bride, a caretaker for my bride of 53 years. And uh, that has brought us much closer together, obviously. And of course, it requires a lot, mm -hmm. a lot of prayer. And as uh, God has been able to be with us and able, us to help, you know, able me to do the things that I need to do for her. Good. So she's doing well? Uh, she's doing well. She has good days and bad days. Yeah. Yes. She's doing well. Good deal. Sir. I'm Gregory Stewart. I am a behavior specialist at Chimney Rock Elementary in Cordova. Um, I'm a father of two. I um, have a beautiful wife named Ashley. So, gentlemen, we'll go ahead and get started with the questions. And whoever wants to pick up the question can go ahead and do so. Our society has put a lot of importance on careers, money, other people's opinion, that event you said you would attend, your partner's mood, and the wishes of your family. If you had to choose one thing you've learned that contradicts those societal views, what would it be and why? For me, it's been an increased trust in Jesus and increased trust in God. Uh, and I wish I had known this earlier when you have difficult situations and, you know, where to turn, what you do. Mm -hmm. So in the process of doing what I do now, and even before then, I have learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, that's the thing that gets me through most of all, a persistent prayer. To piggyback off what um, Mr. Dennis said, I think God is first and the foremost important thing in situations like that, and family support. You know, you want um, the family support. You want them to back you up through those tough decisions. Right. Family is, family is one of the most key important things that you're going to need during those times right there. Okay. In 2020, we have experienced life differently. What's the one thing you've learned about yourself or others that you didn't know that contributed to you keeping the course persisting? Um, for me, what I learned is that um, my, and my family is very, very strong, and we're all team players. Um, with the pandemic um, this year, it was a team effort in keeping everyone around us safe. So um, I just say they played a big part in being team players, and we learned that um, if we keep ourselves together and we're close-knit, that we can go and we can get through anything. That's right. That's right. What I've learned about myself is these situations in life increase. You got these ebbs and flows where you're doing, it's going pretty good right now, and then the next thing you know, it seems like everything is going dark. But I didn't realize that I could pray so much. I did not realize I could pray so much. 
but I have been a persistent prayer, particularly over the last 12 years. And even before then, I would pray, but not like I do now. Right. And I mean, I pray in the morning when I first get up. It's the first thing I do. I read God's word. I pray at night before I go to bed. And I'm all through the day. I'm thanking Jesus mm-hmm. for what he's done. So again, in every situation, in every circumstance, through it all, I learn to all. trust in Jesus. I learn to trust in God. Yeah, and I can identify with that. Um, mm-hmm. I've always prayed my whole mm-hmm. life, but um, now I'm even more. I do it so often now. I don't only pray for myself. I pray for my family. Right. I pray for my church family. Um, and that really balances me. Mm-hmm. It keeps me grounded uh, because I know where my blessings come from and I know right. who's going to provide. So that keeps me balanced. Knowing what you know today in your walk of faith, what do you wish someone shared with you or you had listened to sooner? I wish I had known at a younger age what I know now. Such as? Such as what I'm doing now. And I was told by one of my, one of my former pastors, you know, Christ, the Christian life and the Christian walk has become a part of you. It has to become a way of life. Way of life. And he told me that, but it didn't really click. What, what age were you when he told you that? Oh, I was probably in my 30s, 40s, you know. And it still didn't click? Not really. I mean, there's too many other things going on. I had been, you know, it's just we had a lot of other choices, a lot of things yeah, that we could do, yeah, yeah. you know. But when life circumstances and situations began to come before you, and uh, my mother and my father are deceased, so I don't have anybody else to turn to other than God. That's right. That's I don't right. go to nobody else. And I stopped going to other people, asking them, what would they do in this situation? Mm-hmm. Or what would you do in this situation? I said, God made them just like he made me. So I go to God, the one who knows the answer. He sees all and he knows all. So I go to God. That's through awesome. Through it all. That's awesome. Through it all. I learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, I learned to trust in God. Thank you for that, Dennis. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say um, I'm 31 now, so I can say around 17 or 18. Um, I've always been a rusher. Um, you got to do everything and fast, want to get it over with. And I'll never forget my mom told me, just take your time. Rushing is a, disaster, um, a recipe for a disaster. And I used to always wonder why I bomb on things or this thing doesn't, or these things doesn't go as I planned because I'm rushing doing them instead of taking my time. And um, of course, talking to my mom and talking to God, I've learned how to slow down and take my time and not be able to be in a rush with things, just let things play out one day at a time. The Bible gives us tools to navigate numerous challenges we face. What fruits of the Spirit help you keep it and tell us why and how? For me, the fruits of the Spirit, uh, and I took a look at those. It's about nine of them. And one that really stood out, but man, there are a few of them that really stood out to me that helped me a lot. And the first is love. Yeah. You know, love is an action word. It's, it's what you do. It's mm-hmm. not what you say. You can tell somebody I love you. Right. But it's what you really do. Love and then there's patience. 
I learned through prayer, you got to wait on God because he don't answer your prayers right away. So I've learned patience. I've learned uh, self-control is one of the fruits of the spirit. Mm -hmm. How to control myself because they're caring for my wife. You know, she can say something sometime, and I can say something I knew. I, I used to fly back with something that didn't make sense. Right. And I look back on it, and I say, man, why did I say that? Or why did I do that? You know, and I'm taking care of her. So self-control is, is one of those things that really has helped me a lot. And uh, like I say, the love, the self-control, the patience, those are some of the fruits of the Spirit that really helped me and aid me a lot. Yeah, um, one of the fruits of the Spirit is... Gentleness. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate on how that has helped you, especially you being the caretaker of your wife? Mm -hmm. uh, Which one of those? Gentleness. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, she's a, she's a, a, she had a stroke. And uh, she's gone through a lot of changes over the last 12 years. And I've had to learn to be a little bit more delicate in handling her body helping her and assisting her and aiding her around. She said, oh, you're holding me too tight. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of pull back some and don't use such a firm grip on her. So I've had to learn gentleness in aiding and assisting her. Also one of the fruits of the spirit is joy and peace. Mm -hmm. um, how has that attributed to uh, the peace? Life? I think one of the, the fruits of the Spirit kind of feed off of each other. Peace for me is when I can sleep at night. I mean, I hear all the things going on in the world with the election and all the other things, the COVID and all that. But when I pray and, and any worries that come over me, any anxiety that comes over me, I ask God to take it from me. Mm -hmm. Take it away. And that's part of my prayer. Awesome. I give it to him. I let go and let God. And when I go to bed at night, I go to sleep, and I sleep most nights, all night. Right. Except for a trip to the, you know, how we have to get up through the night to me. Right, right. <laughs> I, I know that very well. <laughs> you, you have a little time to find that out. <laughs> yeah. um, for me, um, the three that stands out for me um, is love, self-control, and peace. Mm -hmm. um, with love... Um, once it gets poured into you and you feel that love, you, it makes you want to do any and every little thing for the people around you that you love. Um, love makes you do some crazy things. You know, by me being married now, um, there's things that I couldn't imagine that I would have done or thought about 10 years ago. So, um, like I said, once you feel love, it's a great and it's an amazing feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, patience is also, I didn't mean to interrupt yeah, you. Fine. Uh, patience is also another fruit. Um, how has that helped you since, you know, you like to rush through, you liked to rush through things. So how has that helped you going forward? Patience has helped me a lot because it gives me a chance to step back and look at the entire picture before me just jumping in and it becoming an ultimate fail. So now I can analyze things. I can ask the questions that I need, and I can process my thoughts instead of just rushing. So patience played a big part in it also of my um, growth. We would be remiss if we didn't discuss how COVID-19 
brutality against black bodies, media overload, and the election has emotionally added to our everyday life cha challenge and concerns. How has any of these impacted you and how did you overcome those overwhelming feelings to persist? With, um, with COVID, it was, COVID was, it was very, very tough when it first began and prayer got us through COVID. Um, us being um, as one, uniting, um, it, it's called, it caused frustration at first. But as the head of the house, I had to come together. And That's we right. Had to, we had That's to sit right. down and we had to process and we had to talk through this. We're not going to let COVID defeat us as a family. So we prayed together. We talked about it. And we came up with a plan. And uh, we got through COVID. And, well, we're still going through the pandemic. Right. But so far, so good. You know, we have a plan. And that was, that was the it for us. So you and your wife and your children been healthy and oh, boarding yes. two two boys um me and a wife um my mom is a breast cancer survivor um my sister um anyone that we just came in contact with we just told them our plan like, this is what we want to do um we're, we're going to spray down we're going to sanitize every two hours um it was just a layout of what we're going to do to make sure that everyone is safe okay uh particularly as it relates to the uh, brutality on our people. Uh, that hurts me when I see it and when I and see it going on. Uh, particularly with the George Floyd uh, situation. That hurts me. But it's something I pray about for all of us. And when I pray, I pray for my immediate and extended family and I pray for my friends and people that I know, our church mm -hmm. friends, our pastors, I pray. Pray for those in, in government uh, positions of authority. For those who have needs, if they can't meet, I pray that God will provide for them. But in these circumstances that we face, particularly with the election and the COVID, brutality against our people, the answer to most of the questions I'm finding out to be the solution is prayer. And all of them. Go to God in prayer. Take it to the Lord in prayer and leave it there. Leave it there. Let go and let, let God. God. You know, I think sometimes um, us men um, try and take control over mm. everything. Absolutely. It's hard for us to let yeah. go of control and really rely on God for that. Mm. Um, but you had mentioned that and you said it practically through every answer about prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, you're constantly praying, and I think that is going to sustain us in the long run. We have a lot more capacity to push back against some things that we know are wrong when we hear them than we actually exercise. What doing your faith walk has been most helpful for you in deciding when it's appropriate to speak up or engage. Do I need to restate that? I understand it. Yeah. Well, in, in every situation, be it big or small, I seek the aid of God. There we go with that again. I seek God's direction. There you go. And I seek God's guidance. 
And when you understand God and the three persons of God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. each one of them, they're all God, but they play a specific role. God is the creator of heaven and earth, the giver of all things, and the maker of all things, God. The Son is God also who came to earth in person and lived on earth, just as we do. For 30 years, it did not sin. 33 years, it right. did not sin. And then the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is what enables us to do the will of God. So I see God's aid, and the Holy Spirit enables us to know when to do things. And if you're in tune with God and you're in touch with him, the Holy Spirit will speak to you. And I get speaking from God. I get it in the mornings when I wake up lying in bed awake before I ever get up out of the bed. That's awesome. I hear from God. The Holy Spirit speaks. It enables us to know when, where, and how to do the things that we need to do. So that's where my trust is. That's where my reliance is. In the Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Um, do me a favor, expound on that again, because I, I think most young people that I come in contact with don't really know about the Trinity, don't know what it is. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, we used to sing a song at my former, former church, and it had the, had the phrase in there, three in one God. And some people don't believe that. Mm -hmm. Three in one God. There's God the Father who created heaven and earth, made Adam and Eve, and everything that followed that. Then he made his son, Jesus, he sent Jesus to earth to live on earth. And then Jesus died on the cross for us. That was his role. God didn't come down here. Right. But his son did, but that's God's deal. Right, right. They're all God. Don't, don't forget that. They're all God. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's the key that mm -hmm. although Jesus came down, which was his son, actually it was him. Mm -hmm. He's the father. Right. So. so. And then there's the Holy Spirit. And I heard a pastor preaching one time. Anything that recognizes this, anything I'm saying is not original on my part. It's not original on my part. Okay, it's right. learned because of books that I read. I heard somebody else say it. Right, right. But I heard a minister preacher one time. He said, the Holy Spirit is like the wind. You don't know where it comes from. You don't know where it goes. It's just like the wind. And I go walking around. So when I'm out walking and the wind blows, I say to myself, blow Holy Spirit. Wow. Blow Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Blow over your people, Holy Spirit. You are really helping me, Dennis. I mean, you opening up avenues that I never even thought about. The Holy Spirit is real. And without the Holy Spirit, we can't do it. Without God, we can't do anything. Thank you for that. Um, for me, it just goes back to picking your own battles. You know, um, just choosing what you react to. You don't want to give any and everybody your energy. Your energy is priceless, you know. So you want to pick and choose what you react to. If you ask me, I say, hey, 
half of it is not directed towards you anyway. It's just, you know, you have some people who speak out and you have some people who just do these, do things that want a reaction out of you, but you just have to choose in what you want to react to. And if it was my choice, I don't react to anything. You know, I, like I say, my energy is very, very um, expensive and I pick and choose who I want to give it to. And you say you're 31? 31, yes, sir. When did you learn that? Um, I have, I've had mentors um, growing up. Um, you, have to, you have to want to learn it. And I'll never forget, like, that's where the self-control came in because I would pop off. And, you know, um, my mentor at the time, he would grab me and say, hey, you're giving all your energy away. They're taking your happiness. They're getting excited off of you being frustrated and mad. And once I get mad, you know, it'll take a while for me to calm down. So as I got older, it started to make more sense. You know, mm -hmm. hey, my energy, and I tell anybody, you know, I say it at home, hey, you know, my energy's expensive. And I just want to pick and choose who I give it to. Yeah, um, I think I was probably in my 40s when I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of your political affiliation, what's the one thing you or all of us can do as a community? heal from the challenges we faced in 2020? I'll say just stick together as one and try not to judge one another. That's a big part in what's been going on, um, despite the political and everything. You know, everyone has something to say about others' backgrounds, political beliefs, um, spiritual beliefs um, in that matter. And I just think, you know, hey, you shouldn't judge anyone. Only God can judge. You know, so you have to um, just stick to the script and make sure that we stay together as one. Uh, I pray for healing. It's one of the things that I pray for also. I pray to ask God to heal our land, heal our world, because we've got a lot of problems within this world, as I can see. And I'm seeing looking through human eyes, but God sees everything through his eyes. Right. He sees everything through his eyes. He knows everything that's going on. But all of that healing and everything that we need to overcome a lot of the situations that exist, uh, the way an individual hap uh, happens to act and carry themselves in a political position, uh, don't agree with. But hey, I, even the election, I leave the results to God. Mm -hmm. He knows how it's going to turn out. That's right. I did my part. I voted. Mm -hmm. But God, I leave the results up to him. Um, one of the fruits of the Spirit is love. Mm -hmm. And I think what we need now is a little bit more of that in our society. Um, I think that's what's really going to sustain us through this COVID period and this period of this political unrest. So your response was really to let go and let God yes. be in control. Thank you. Let go and let God. All right. Take it to the Lord and leave it. There. Leave it there. Yes, sir. And when you, go, when you take things to God and leave it there, what that means is don't you try to go back and Right, help. right, right. God don't need our help. I we, fall into that trap. Yeah, we had it and we messed it up. Yeah, yeah. So give it to God. Yeah. Yes, we are eight months into the pandemic, which calls us to adjust how we interact with our family, friends, 
How have your relationships changed or evolved, and what would you do different? The relationships, um, friendships have changed because um, you have some friends who don't take it as serious as you do because they don't have the kids or the relatives with the underlying health issues, and you tend to fall out. So um, it was a difference there. It kind of got rocky um, the first two to three months in the pandemic, and um, I didn't feel any type of way about it because I always think bigger picture. Wife, two kids. I have a mother. Um, have a mother-in-law. Um, grandparents. I'm thinking large picture here, and you're not taking it as serious as I am. So, no, I'm not going to social gatherings and. They're telling us not to. The city's on lockdown. Right. And somehow y'all are making a way, and you're feeling some type of way when I'm not right, present. Right, right, right. But I have other obligations, and I'm taking care of a family over here. So I don't expect you to put yourself in my shoes. So um, I wouldn't change anything on how I acted during the pandemic because I think I acted pretty responsible. Uh, regarding my family and friends, uh, Unfortunately, we don't spend enough time with our family and friends as we once did. We right. don't see them as often. Right. We see them as either on a Zoom meeting or something exactly. like that, uh, video conference. Uh, but in the process of not seeing them as much, I think about them. And actually, my love has increased and is increasing for my family and my friends, even though we're apart. Mm -hmm. Because I reflect, I remember, I look back and I think about and I just wish there were more that we could do in that regard. Uh, repeat that question again in there about. Sure. How have your relationships changed or evolved and what would you do different? Hmm. Again, it, the, the same answer is the previous answer that I've given. I would pray more. When I pray, I pray for their health and their strength of all about friends and family. Because I hate to hear anything happens to any of my people. Right. Or any of them. Um, I know for me, um, not so much changed, but um, made me cognizant of family. Uh, because of the shutdown, I've gotten a you know opportunity to spend every day with my children with two of my children that are home and they're there with us and that's something that I hadn't had at least within the last four years while they were off to school so um, I've discovered that I love being with my family mm -hmm. and unfortunately a lot of us can't say that mm -hmm. but I actually do that's a highlight of my life, man. I got seven grandchildren, and I love to be with my grandchildren. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, keep living. The day's coming. Oh. <laughs> you hear that, Basil Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> so I'll keep a living yeah, so I can living. enjoy That's right. my grandchildren. That's right. Yeah. It is easy to get caught up in the challenges 2020 has created. From your experiences, 
What advice do you have for anyone who is feeling helpless or who doesn't have a village of support? Seek God. God is the answer when you're feeling down and helpless and you feel like you have no one to turn to. Um, he's the head. You know, he's pretty much everything. So when you feel like your back is against the wall, you know, he's right there. So seek God is in a nutshell. That's it. Okay. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All of our sins and griefs to bear. Anybody who may be lonely, don't have a family, or even when you have one, we got a friend in Jesus. That's right. We got Jesus does all things well. Mm -hmm. Jesus does all things well. And we have to internalize that within ourselves, recognizing the fact that he does all things well. So I seek him. I seek God, I seek Jesus, I seek the aid of the Holy Spirit. And part of my prayer, I seek the O Lord, while you may be found. I call upon you, Holy Father, while you are near, for we have need of thee. You are our provider. You care for us. You watch over us. So I seek God at all times, through prayer, through reading his word. Oh, and I read that word every day. I read God's word every day. You'd be surprised at what the Bible holds in it mm -hmm. that you can take and live when you read it. So we have to find some alone time to spend with God. Find some quiet time where it can just be me and God. That's the peace. That's the peace. That's peace right there. That's peace right there. Um, gentlemen, it has been a wonderful evening. Dennis, this is why you're my favorite deacon brother. <laughs> because of your insight, uh, your reflection, and your gentleness. And I've always admired you for that and respected you as such. Thank you. Brother Stewart, it's my pleasure to have met you I didn't know you until now, but um, I'm glad I met a strong-minded, intelligent young man. And uh, you keep loving your family and putting God first. Yes, sir. Okay? So let's end with the prayer. Dennis, would you like to pray or would you like for me to pray? I always appreciate the opportunity to pray. Let us pray. Almighty, all wise, and eternal Heavenly Father. Yes. Creator and great architect of the universe that gives us sustain on life. We bow before thee now, O Holy Father. Yes. Lifting our voices unto thee and pray, O God. As we face the circumstances and situations of life, O Lord, we look to thee. You are our help. O Lord, you've been our help in ages past, and you are hope for our, you are our hope for years to come. Mm. So, Lord, we pray unto thee now. For all the things, O oh Lord, that you see that are going on in our world, O oh God, I give it over to thee. Yes. And ask you, O oh Lord, to intervene into each of our circumstances, intervene into our situations, O oh God. 
And let us, O oh God, feel your presence as you work in our lives, O oh God. As we're about to part and leave from this place, O oh Holy Father, we ask, O oh God, that you would go ahead of us. Yes. Holy Father, go before us. Yes. Clear the way for us, O oh God, and make a way for us, O oh Holy Father. Have mercy upon us, O oh God. For your mercy, O oh Lord, endureth forever. Protect us, O oh God, from danger seen and unseen, O oh Holy Father. We venture out into the world, O oh God. Wrap your arms of protection, O oh Lord, around us and keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. Lord, we need and provide for us, O oh God, the provisions, O oh Lord, you know that are best for us. Take care of us, O oh Lord. Yes. For we have need of thee, O oh Lord. I commit our lives unto thee and our families and our friends, all unto thee, O oh Lord. And our church family, O oh God, I commit it all unto thee. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Glory 